What's up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is May 22nd, 2022. We are in traffic, like, fucking, I'm all the way in South Dakota in terms of Boston right now. Thank God I left uh, two hours before my shift because it is crazy. I mean, we're back. It's obviously a weekend premeditated. Uh, You know, everyone... You know, you announced that COVID restrictions are over this past week, but the state doesn't open up until Saturday next week. But it looks like people are just fucking out and they're vaccinated. Apparently, they can just do whatever they want again, which was going to be music to my ears at first. But then when I realized that I run a huge operation, it's not easy to maintain. So I, again... I've tried my best to not channel my anger with the state of Massachusetts with the way they've handled COVID, but like every fucking time, it's like a kick in the genital region of all the stuff they do. Like, it's just, I mean, I've met Charlie Baker and he's a super nice dude and I would have a beer with him if I still drank beer. Um, But whoever is calling the shots with him or whoever he's talking to, it's just been the most bipolar roller coaster ride I've ever been on for government, for for everything. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this whole year is a roller coaster, but let's just go down to the legislative arm of my life. And it's been so sh- poorly managed. Like, how do you fucking go from us feeling like the Ebola virus is outside and, you know, people are, you know, Right, I'm talking about like last week, making it, oh, you got to wear the mask, even if you're vaccinated, you can't do this, you can't do that, if you don't wear a mask, we're going to shame you, we're going to kick you out of restaurants, we're going to tell you to fuck off, you're a fucking right-wing lunatic, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and then a week later go, yeah, yeah, masks masks are good. It's actually Joe Biden did it first, and then Charlie met with him and said um, the same thing, and it's just crazy, because now... Everyone, if you're running a business that was affected by COVID and you need to get prepared for the consumer spend, you're not going to be ready. Like, I I can imagine these parking garages for even just Fenway games are going to be fucked because they only could have such a small capacity. They weren't making that much money and now they need to fucking hire a bunch of people now. It's just, um, it's crazy. So... I don't know what the next step is. I'm concerned that we may go towards like more computers doing jobs, more of this, more of that. I don't know where we're headed, but I'm just frustrated as a whole with this whole situation. And I, every day, try to not be in this negative place, but it's tough. It's like, how do you get out of this? Like, I can't wait from a year from now. And I'm like, yeah, this sucked because it's just, unbelievable and I even went to like the H&R block lady and she looked like she was like one more nasty call from a person of like going into her tub with her toaster that's how bad she looked and I'm like yo hang in there you're gonna be okay but I, I mean I, I'm like I, I understand I get it every industry I've, I've talked to I mean if you're in other other industries that weren't really impacting all you really did was work remotely I mean, that's great, but I, I know you you people are going to be going out and you're going to have shitty service. You're going to have um, just long wait times, like like everything is fucked. 
So I don't know. And we're still giving out unemployment checks till September. I, I just, I don't understand, man. I don't get it. So it is what it is. I do have some great things to announce. I got married this week. It was um, an amazing, amazing getaway, amazing experience for me and my girl, my wife. And um, I'm just super excited to be married. And we had the most private ceremony that I've ever seen in my life. I've worked weddings. So I started out bartending and I worked weddings and I saw people get married. It was awesome. You know, the families and the decadence, the fucking lobster towers and the... I've seen weddings where there's like some dude handing out a hundred to everyone in the staff, Lamborghinis parked out front. I've seen really bad weddings where like, it's just a CD player and an old man pressing play, which is the most depressing thing I've ever seen. And I've also been part of weddings. Like my friends have gotten married and, um, I've selfishly got shit based at their weddings. And I can't like imagine now, like if I actually had like a, a normal wedding, me having to like corral my friends, talk to people on the phone, find parking for people. I'm just so happy we did this like super low key, super low budget. And it didn't take the fact away that we are now married. And we had the justice of the peace there. And she was like 85 years old. So cute. And then her sister or daughter-in-law, I don't even know. I think it's her daughter-in-law, Sue, which is like the another old lady name. No offense to any Sue's out there that are like 30, but um, she took photos of us and then just literally handed us the memory card and was like, peace the fuck out. I wrote them a check and her and I on the beach of Cape Cod had a cheese board and then went out, ate incredibly. And again, I wouldn't have been able to afford a Wagyu steak for all my guests. Like we're probably going to get maybe like an okay petite sirloin and some mashed potatoes with green beans. And it's never good. I mean, I've been to one wedding in my life where I thought the food was like fantastic. And it was my buddy Damon's two, uh, two years ago. Um, and it was just amazing. Again, though, I got blasted. Like I, I had to go to bed that night and it's like, I'm it's just, it just sucks. Cause there's some people that, you know, and it would have gave me anxiety having to do this huge wedding for everybody. Worry about this, worry about that. It was about us. And I know in my past, I was all about like ego and showing off and fucking look at me, look at this, look at that. But in my older ages, in my entering my late thirties, I don't give a fuck about that anymore. I don't give a fuck about posting what I eat anymore. I don't give a fuck about sharing this and that. I do share things with my friends. Even that can be oversharing. I couldn't imagine just sharing it with fucking 3000 people on your social media friend page. Like I just... I would never even think about that anymore. And we are so happy that it's, I mean, it's been almost four, four years. We've been off social media, um, like, like actively on social media and I'm just pumped. So, um, it was just a great day. Slow dance at the Airbnb, just her and I and the baby in the middle in her belly. And it was awesome. So not to be sappy, but that's what happened. And you know, if you listeners haven't got married yet and you're with a girl for a long time, you need to marry her because it gets annoying. Like, I don't like, even when I was engaged, calling her my fiance was fucking annoying. You know, like I didn't, 
I wanted to, you know, now I can say wife and it, it's real. So I feel bad for everyone that couldn't be there to witness it. But at the same time, you know, COVID, like I use COVID as like an absolute like excuse for everything. And it's great because we can just focus that on a better investment, you know, and we will throw a party, but at the same time, it was, uh, it was just an awesome experience and baby's next. So that's going on in my life. That's going on with the world. I'm sure you guys have a lot of shit going on with you. I mean, what isn't going on right now? (laughs) So, uh, to touch on sports, the Bruins, what a series I got to watch a lot of those games when we were on the Cape at night when we got home from like dinner and it was like a fucking extremely physical game extremely back and forth but the younger dudes prevailed and I think that was some of the issues with past Bruins teams where we've had guys like Chara no offense that just got tired after you know game five and Chara's now on the the Washington Capitals, whatever the fuck they're, Senators, or I don't even know. Um, and we beat them. So I think this team's got talent. I think this team can hang in there. We can't just always rely on Tuca, but he looked great this series. Um, we didn't take the bait from them over uh, physical hitting us. Taylor Hall playing incredible hockey ever since he left Buffalo uh we're in good shape like if we can play like this and constantly keep improving because that was the difference between the Bruins and the in Washington like they weren't improving like they were not learning from game one and getting better it was just a slugfest every game and that showed so better team one you know besides the stupid ricochet from Carlo I mean the game fucking five was like lights out game over and that was uh that was huge for us or game four so we got another series coming up i love playoff hockey probably one of my favorite things to see in the playoffs and we're good so back to the red Sox. this team is special it's a special year they're all just really molding together rafael devers has finally gone through puberty we have dahlbeck who's finally finding some stroke um, we have um, just a lot of players. Like it's it's a dangerous lineup with JD Martinez, Rafael Devers, Xander Borgards. Um, who else? Like fucking Verdugo. Like that one to four is dangerous. And then you get to five to you know eight or whatever. Vasquez has got some pop in his bat. So the offense is absolutely there this year. I've been impressed. The starting pitching has like Martin Perez looked great last night. Garrett Richards seems to be settling down. You know, Erod got pummeled, but they came back and won because of the offense. And, you know, Matt Barnes, a guy I had so much pent-up anger for, for no apparent reason, has just looked like Jonathan Papelbon coming in in the ninth inning. So, Red Sox are contenders, but, you know, we still have fucking, you know, I think 30% of the season is now over, but we still have games to play. And the Yankees are breathing on our necks. They're getting hot. Luke Voigt hasn't done shit yet. If he gets hot, we got a fucking problem. Aaron Hicks is finally out. He was an excuse to not play. He sucked. Uh, Sanchez is benched. I mean, they're making moves themselves. You know, Kluber's looking great. I mean, I have him on fantasy. You got a no-no. Fucking dude's back. And you also have Cole who can find his 
you know, he's only going to give away three runs. Then you got, um, they're good. The Yankees are going to hang in there. And this is like the longest stretch since we've not played them yet. I don't know what Major League Baseball is doing. I understand this is the genius idea because they're both in competitive positions right now. And then they're playing each other. Rather than like in the seasons past, they play each other at the beginning of the season, then you don't see them for a while, then you kind of see them, and then they're gone, and then you see them again. Like it wasn't, I remember there was like maybe two years ago, we barely saw them. And that's a big series coming up, and all eyes are going to be on that. And we'll see. Because if it's at Yankee Stadium, that's not good news for them, because Devers is going to fucking absolutely crush a home run to right field. You got JD who's going to crush one to left field. You got Vasquez who might hit a double up the... I'm just saying, I, I'm i still sipping the Kool-Aid. My last rant may have gotten to one of the players. Said, hey, look at this fucking mediocre podcast. Talking shit. This guy's a nobody. Let's start playing. I think that's what happened. So, very excited. Very excited for the, for the Red Sox. Very excited to keep watching this team. It's a special year. Um... You know, there are still some people in Worcester I want called up. I don't think Chavis, Chavis had an error the other night that was just fucking unexcusable. So, but you know, it's funny because he's got pop in his bat. I see light spurts of Pedroia. I see Pedroia actually in Nick Madrigal, who's on the White Sox, a lot. But when I look at a guy like um, Chavis, you know, he's got more pop than Madrigal. But... He's also, I don't know what's going on. He's like either, I don't know. He's, it's like he dropped a, a, a short out with two outs and then left the man on base where we hit, they hit another fucking double. Like, can't make that mistake. Like, there's errors and then there's giving up a three-run error. And regardless of whatever, it's just people at that level do not make mistakes like that. It's pissing me off and we got a guy in the, in the fucking wings waiting to come up. So... Excited, and then Celtics play. They suck all year. I don't even care what they're doing at this point. I just don't. Um, and uh, that's about it. I mean, I'm heading finally into the city. Uh, the traffic has seemed to gotten better. I don't know what the jam was all about, but now we're good. I hope everyone has a good rest of their weekend. Stay tuned. Let's go Red Sox. Let's go Bruins. Let's go getting ourselves out of this fucking mess of a state. We'll talk soon. Peace.